I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief. calling this the funeral procession of the Republic. And what you're, you're seeing behind me right now, see all the media, the police, every acronym in the world is here from the CIA to CNN to NBC to the SPLC, CBS, all the rest of them. They've decided to take our Republic, founded in Philadelphia, 1776, and turn it in to what you see before you now, a regime. They've turned us into a regime, and I've been saying this for over a year now, at least, probably longer. We are living through an era of regime politics. We are living through a time where President Joe Biden was installed in office during the military occupation of the Washington, D.C. capital of the United States, the National Capital Region. Armed troops. No one was allowed at his inauguration. What you're seeing now is the face of the regime go full mask off. Full mask off. They are attempting to turn this country into something that was never intended. These issues, left, right, liberal, conservative, they're supposed to be worked out, fought out, 
at the ballot box and in the court of public opinion. What they're doing now with this guy, Alvin Bragg, backed by George Soros and his entire network, because it's not just going to be here. This is going to be down in Georgia. They've got another one out of D.C. President Trump, of course, moments away as we record this, just moments away from arriving his motorcade from Trump Tower. That's the courthouse right behind me. But I'll tell you something else. Just across the street here in this park, where you just saw me speak with Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene, hundreds of patriots are standing up to exercise their First Amendment rights and fight for their freedoms. Because I'll tell you what, I used to live in communist China. What you see happening behind me in the courthouse is what happens in communist countries. But what you see happening, the protesters in this park across the street, that does not happen in communist countries. So while we are witnessing the death of the republic, a funeral for the republic, we are also witnessing a new rebirth of freedom, a rebirth of freedom that begins today, a comeback of freedom that begins today, because every red-blooded American patriot will be activated and we will peacefully, politically, and patriotically, and systematically take these prosecutors out of power. That's step one. This entire network of prosecutors goes out of power. Then step two is we work across the entire country to take this weaponization of the system. If that's what they want, fine. We're going to give you as much weaponization of the system as you can take because we will weaponize it to go after every single liberal who commits a crime from Hunter Biden to the Clinton family, to the Obama family, to every single one of these families until we've decided to put those tools away. You think you're going to ratchet up the pressure. You think you're going to ratchet up the weaponization. You haven't seen anything yet. You have no idea what's coming. And I'll tell you something else. There's talk of a gag order. As we sit and record this, there's talk of a gag order to be put on President Trump for this case. Well, I'll tell you something. They can gag him, but they can't gag all of us. And we're going to win. We're going to win. We're going to crush. We're going to dominate every single time that this regime tries to crush another dissident, tries to silence another freedom-loving American. Ten more are going to take their place. And then 10 more will take their place. And then there will be hundreds and there will be thousands. And people will tell the story of this day. People will tell the story of this day forever in American history. But you know what they're going to tell as part of the story? They're going to tell how it ended. And they're going to tell how it ended with America being reborn, being restored, and how all the American people rejected this regime and the insanity that they stand for. Folks, Americans have had it. They are done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions of dollars, sometimes billions, while trashing the country that made their success possible. Until recently, we had to take it. But companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you can get the best network possible in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without charging carriers. All this 
plus the knowledge that you are supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, or military and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash POSO or call them right now. Get free activation today with, of course, promo code POSO. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Patriotmobile.com slash POSO. Listen to the kind officer. Back up. 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 Taylor Green. We're in the back of a secure vehicle. This is a, we, we always meet in the most opportune places, right? And you and I just spoke at an interesting event in New York City. Uh, tell me, what was it like getting in front of that courthouse with the police and the media and Antifa and everyone out? I mean, there were people screaming that they wanted to kill you. And then you're being, you're being shoved in and uh, you're not exactly the biggest person out there uh and um and you know but you you walked in absolutely fearless absolutely fearless in there the same way you've always been fearless you're fearless on 60 minutes how did it feel standing up there today well and then think about all of that you just described and the mayor of new york city named me by named and warned to me and basically threatened to me. Uh, how did it? Yeah, it was very intense. I mean, you were out there. There were so many people that pressed in so tightly. My security team had to push as hard as possible. And they were like linebackers yeah. pushing through just to, and I, they said, do you want to interview out here? I said, no, I want to get in the safety of the park because that's where the New York Young Republicans had set up our protest, right. our lawful, legal, constitutional protest against this witch hunt. And so we 
we had to press in and it was it was unreal it, and like you said people were screaming horrible things um, they had brought all their whistles and noisemakers and were saying things I won't repeat right here um, but no I got in and I think you were right next to me oh, yeah. when I got on the bench and I was like okay I'm here with good good people oh, yeah. um, New York Young Republican. we got you back congresswoman <laughs> always and Jack you and I always show up at the front lines of the fight and I'm so thankful that you're here today um, I thought it was important for me to be here as a member of Congress and one of Trump's top supporters uh, to tell everyone at home who have been intimidated and and fear this weaponized government right now that no we cannot live in fear we still have all of our rights we have our freedoms and freedom of speech is so important and we're using it and everyone's using it today so what I contrasted, and, and earlier today I was on War Room, and Steve asked me, he said, is this similar to what, because I lived in China for two years, and he said, "What is this similar to what would happen in China? I said, Steve, what's happening at this courtroom and at this courthouse is exactly what happens in China. They arrest the former leaders, they shut them up, they put them away. But you know what's not like China? What's happening in this park? Yeah, that's right. No, that's right. You're seeing it's it's the beginning, right? That's right. Um, after January 6, we saw Nancy Pelosi turn Washington into a military fortress, mm -hmm. and it was a true military takeover. Everyone forgets this. Yes, and they shouldn't. That's when it started. Nancy Pelosi knew there was going to be violence that day. She ignored all the intel warnings. She refused to, to secure the Capitol. I believe that was completely on purpose. Then we saw them turn the Capitol and turn Washington, D.C. into a huge military fortress. And that was a that was a message to every single uh, American, but also the entire world, they were saying that we're here and we've taken over. And they have intimidated all of us for the past two years. They're continuing to arrest people that were at the Capitol that day, that walked inside, uh, people that haven't even done anything wrong. And that was on purpose. That was to tell people to stay home, not to speak out. You do not stand up against anything the Biden regime is trying to do. But today we're taking a turn and we're standing out here and we're using our speech and we're saying we're defending our innocent um, presidential candidate for 2024, the former president of the United States, President Trump. And we are not going to be silent. We are not going to be intimidated. We are not going to be afraid. This is our country and we're going to take it back. Last question. Do you think this is going to work is this going to crush him in the polls is this going to make independents moderates the suburbanites we're always talked about is this going to turn them off is this going to make it so that joe biden is set up to win another election or do you think that something else is going to happen no i truly believe we're going to see the witch hunt continue i think the next place we'll see it is in atlanta right. from the da like there they to to you. absolutely they try to do it to me and the da in atlanta is going to try to bring charges against president trump for nothing and i think what we're going to see is we're going to see first it's Alvin Bragg, the George Soros funded DA here in New York. Next, it's going to be the Atlanta DA, George Soros funded also. We're going to see it's going to be like dominoes uh, falling into an effect, but they're going to be making the greatest case to the American people. You want to know why? It's hard to support a party that is corrupt and destroying the country, and they are showing the American people, and the American people are smart, and they know they are watching. They know what's happening, whether they they like President Trump or don't like him, they will not support a party filled with liars, thieves, and corrupt communists. Well, Congressman, I'll tell you what, if that's the case, I'll see you in Atlanta. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll be there, and we'll protest there, too. Thank you, Jack. God bless.
now looking at stationary vehicles. We're looking at uh, uh, the flashing lights on top of what are probably secret service. And there is Donald Trump, former US president himself. A wave, that's all, just a wave, and then moving towards the DA's office entrance. Now, we didn't know we were going to see the former president, Donald Trump, but there he is, making his way with his team. There he goes, the scaffolding, just obscuring that last view there. Donald Trump making his way in to surrender himself to, uh, uh, to the uh, district attorney, Alvin Bragg, uh, an experienced federal prosecutor who uh, has become DA of, of uh, Man that part of Manhattan since uh, 2022 and has been pursuing this case in terms it was he who commissioned the grand jury to look into the likelihood and the possibility of conducting a prosecution and a trial. And this is where he's got himself so far. The crowd's been kept well back there uh, by NYPD, who are quite used to uh, uh, comings and goings of VIPs in and out of New York's buildings. But of course, there's nothing quite as controversial as this former US presidential figure of uh, Donald Trump. President Trump, will you come speak to us? President Trump? All right, so President Trump has just left the courthouse here, Manhattan, New York City. 34-count indictment, every one of them a felony, a paper crime claiming that the concealment of payments of a business fraud relates to somehow a campaign finance violation and a conspiracy which continued through his time in the White House to allow for this to create this case against Donald Trump. And what we see here in this courthouse, they're calling it the state of New York versus Donald Trump, but we know, folks, what this really is. Now, the gag order, there's been question about whether or not there will be a gag order placed in this case. As of right now, that ruling has yet to come down in the case for President Trump. The judge could further rule on it, but what we're told is that he made a warning today, particularly about the president's social media and his use of it. Uh, one of the things that they're trying to argue, that Alvin Bragg, Fat Alvin, and his uh, team are trying to argue in court there, that they're trying to make it so that discovery or items of a sensitive nature that may come up in the course of the preparation of this case are not allowed to be discussed in public. However, that protective order, even if the judge were to allow it, would not necessarily prevent President Trump from being able to comment publicly on his case. And we know, of course, that certainly I can bet you that he's probably on his phone doing that right now from the back of his SUV. He's heading to LaGuardia from LaGuardia Airport. He'll aboard Trump Force One. He will then head back down to West Palm Beach Airport, land his motorcade over to Mar-a-Lago. He'll be giving a speech at Mar-a-Lago. My brother, Kevin Posobiec, will be in attendance for that event where he will deliver what we're told is an address to the nation. How do we get here, folks? I'll tell you how we got here. There is a famous quote from Benjamin Franklin after the signing of Declaration of Independence and the Constitution where they said, we will allow, we will give you, what are, are we getting some 
getting some better. Oh, we've actually got the president's lawyer, Joey Takapina, actually uh, busting us up on the shot here. Can we get a shot of that? So that's the president's lawyer, Joey Takapina, right there. Joey Tacos, as I've called him, he's coming up right behind us in the middle of the shot. He'll be giving his speech here momentarily. So let's pause for a minute. We'll pick up that speech. You understand this case? You understand this? It's as simple as this. A state prosecutor is prosecuting a, a federal election law violation that doesn't exist according to federal election law officials. It's as simple as that. That You can sum it all up like that. Will there be anything else in your motion to dismiss? That we haven't even come what about close to the change of venue? There's all this talk. Can someone address that now? The defendant could potentially post discovery on social media. You commit that your client will do that. That won't happen. And he, he, more, than, more than us committing, he's committed. We're what about the change of venue? A lot. Posting on social media. You given we're, not, we're not having any discussion about what we told her. What about the change of venue? Just answer this question about the change of venue. There's a lot of. It's premature. Right, right. So why is he? why is he talking about that? Why is he trying to move this to a place so, like Staten Island? Once again, we're three lawyers here to litigate and fight this case. We're not PR consultants. We're not social media consultants. Donald Trump has made one hell of a brand and became president of the United States with his uh, social media and posts and everything else, his messages. We are here to talk about the case and litigate the case. We can't address what he posts or what he wants to post or did post. But as his attorneys, post. have you told him to stop posting this rhetoric, so these messages about the judge? So what I said before was we can't... Literally, we yeah. can't tell you what we've discussed with no, our clients. So are you concerned that I mean, he's continuing to Not go after the judge, talking about the judge's wife, talking about the family? I mean, are you? Con I mean, I don't think any the judge was concerned about it. Yeah, but any other defendant, wouldn't you be like any other defendant wouldn't be here today? All right, the president's lawyer, Joe Takapina. We call him Joey Tacos around here. Look. You could try to put a gag order on President Trump, but you are not going to put a gag order on Joey Tacos. You're definitely not going to put one on Jack Poso. So that's why we came here today. Folks, look, we know why they're doing this. They've taken our republic. They put it on a funeral procession, a funeral procession yesterday that started in Florida, ended here in New York. It's going back to Florida now. I've been saying since the day they occupied Washington, D.C., with that military encampment and installed Joe Biden as President of the United States, with no one in attendance at that inauguration, that America had become a regime. Now, do we have a dictator? Not necessarily. You got this octogenarian, he's very confused, he's befuddled a lot, but there is an established regime. They've taken power, and they will use whatever extrajudicial means at their disposal to remove their top political opponents from everything they can do. That's what they're trying to do right now. So what do we do? How do we respond? The only way to respond to a regime is to defeat it and to create a new American republic. And that's what starts now. This is the day we start the comeback. This is the day we start to rebuild. You can't go back to the old republic. You can't go back to the old way of doing things. But there will be a new republic. And unless we establish that republic and fight for it, with everything we've got, peacefully and patriotically, we will be under a regime, our children will be under a regime, and I do not want my kids to grow up in a country like this. I don't want my grandkids, my great-grandkids, 
to be growing up in a country like this. My family left Poland because of governments like this. My wife got out of the Soviet Union because of stuff like this. We came to find a country of freedom. And the only way that we are ever going to maintain that freedom is if we fight for it. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.